Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside. Happy Wednesday. The Jason Smith Show. Mike Harmon on vacation. Hobo. Olden Polonies in tonight as we broadcast live from the TireRack.com wow. studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hatch protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. OP, man. I, you know, I said, okay, I wonder if we're going to have some big NBA stuff to talk about. We got all kinds of free agency, and boom. Now I have a whole new tournament to break down the night you're in doing the show. I'm ready to go. Putting, all right, you know, man. It's hard I to mean, we, plug in headphones. That's how, see, that's how it works. That's how it works. You know, you've done this before. Right? You know, come on, man. You've done this before. I know. I'm just being, I'm just being dumb today. Oh, hey, come on, come on! Don't be, don't be so hard on yourself. I got to put up with Frostburg and tight shirt every night. Come on, I mean, it's it's that's fine. Oh, sorry, is it too soon for that, guys? Yeah, it's too, too soon. Too soon. Okay. <laughs> Just so you know, tight shirt. Yesterday, uh, the last couple of days, filling in, I got Tears for Fears music. You know, you really? time slot. Yeah, drilling for Dan during the afternoon. Still got Tears for Fears music. So that yeah, warms my heart. That. Yeah, no, it doesn't really. Nah, 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 it nah, does. Yeah, uh, it's a yeah, tradition sure. unlike any other. Yes, yes, that and the Masters. You are correct about that. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, like I was saying, Olden, you know, we have all this big NBA free agency stuff to get to. We're going to get all the breakdown of what's coming with Harden and potentially Damian Lillard. And now we got this big NBA in-season tournament to break down. So you picked a good night to do the show. Oh, man. Every night's a good night to be on. <laughs> so <laughs> let's do this every right. night. The big story today in the NBA is now the long-rumored in-season tournament is going to happen this season, and we have the details. Think about it like this. If you think about the in-season tournament like the World Cup, it's pretty easy to get. It'll take place on December 7th, or the Final Four will take place on December 7th and 9th in Las Vegas. Okay, so how do we lead up to that? Every team in the NBA is going to be uh, put in a group. There's going to be six groups, and you're going to play four games in group. The winners of the group and the group 
teams with the next best record all get out, and they play to get down to, in the knockout stage, the semifinals and the finals. So if you think about it like the World Cup, everybody's in a group. You got to get out of group. You also have to have a – you can get out of group without winning your group if you have a good record. So that's kind of how the NBA in-season tournament's going to begin. All the stats are going to count except for the championship game of the event. So everything's in the regular season. The games count in the standings. It's this new in-season tournament that takes place late November, early December, and the final's going to be in Las Vegas. Now, I know this is very polarizing, the way this was announced on Twitter. Uh, I don't think Woj is anybody any favorite today uh, with the lack of details on it. But, OP, I I don't know, man. I like this. I love the idea. I think this is a this is a forward thinking thing by the NBA was because seasons are getting too long now for many teams who don't have the playoffs at the end of them. You're seeing regular seasons in sports get less and less popular uh, as the time goes on, and, and not, not less and less popular, but there's less and less emphasis on it. You look, look, stars in the NBA now are only going to play 60, 65 games at most. They're going to, you know, if they play 55, 60, that's kind of the average right now. So to have something like this, I think is a great. idea idea it's going to take a little bit of time to jump in but this is the wave of the future and not only do I think we're going to see it in the NBA but when the NBA starts succeeding you'll see it in hockey you'll see it in Major League Baseball this is kind of a forward-thinking thing that uh, is going to happen fans are going to jump to it they're going to adjust very quickly it'll be a pretty big part of the NBA calendar I definitely believe that Um, and I agree it's going to be fun but I'm going to start doing what Woj does, you know, just announce stuff that I already knew about, you know, months ago with no details. That's what I'm going to start doing. I mean, I've been known about this. I'm a soccer fan, so I'm used to this personally. But, you know, you play and then you play the friendlies and everything else. So I get all that. So the NBA is basically borrowing from soccer. And I like that. But number one, we don't care. I mean, unless you tell us it's a play-in we're going to just assume it's a regular season game because that's how it's going to play out. The only thing I'm having a problem with is the last two games stats not counting. That's kind of, you know, that's almost like a the play-in tournament at the end of the season. It doesn't count. And so this is regular season, okay, a regular season in tournament. I, I believe either all the games count or none of them count. Okay, you keep them separate apart, but that would really mess up what they're trying to do. So it's kind. Of, I think that was kind of like a, a compromise. Let's have the last two games. So I'm looking forward to it. But again, unless I'm being told specifically, we're not gonna notice a difference. Well, here's this is what I really like about it, and what I think the ultimate version of it is. Right? There was a lot of time. You're a big soccer fan. You saw Manchester City won the treble this year, right? They yeah. won the English Premier League. They and there are midseason tournaments that are really big deals. And they take place outside of, of what's going on in the English Premier League. They're games that take place outside of it. And people want to win those championships like they want to win the English Premier League. Maybe they want to win the EPL a little bit more, but they still want to really win these tournaments that, that we see. So... That's the vision of this for the NBA is we want to have a midseason tournament that teams want to win just as bad or, all right, maybe almost as bad as winning the NBA title. So I like that. I, I, I would rather see this be a completely separate from the NBA, completely separate from the regular season. We're going to take a break and we're going to play this tournament. I'd like it a little bit later in the calendar year. So maybe after that, you know, they, they've actually been there a little bit longer than just a month before they, t- they, they do this. But if you're ha- telling me a tournament that means a lot, that's going to be extra money for the players, uh, whatever it's going to be to make it a big deal, you got to make it a big deal. You, you know, you, you've yep. you put this out here saying, hey, we're going to do this tournament. Okay, so how big a deal is it? you got to tell me and make me believe it's a big deal, and it's a championship, and it's more money, and whatever you're going to need to sell it, because you got to sell it right away. And if you do, people are going to buy into it and say, okay, we, hey, this is the first chance we have to win a championship, and if we don't win, okay, we're on to the rest of the regular season. So I'd rather see this be by itself a two-week break, let's just say, however long it's going to take to play these games uh, and move on two and a half weeks. It would be fun. It would be a fun thing. Let's say my team stinks. 
Knicks. I mean, the Knicks are going to win the title next year, so I'm feeling okay about that. But normal years, like if the Knicks aren't good, hey, we can win this. We can get hot for a couple of weeks. We can win a couple of games here. But to make it that way, that seems like that's been that's the ultimate vision of this. So why not just make it right away? Because fans will care about it. Fans will care. We've got a tournament in the middle of the season. Okay, great. This is awesome. Fans care about Summer League. We're spending time wondering about Chet and when Wimbiyama's going to play and all this stuff going And we overinflate Summer League. Fans are ready for this. So, so make it a big thing and right away it can be even bigger than you expected to be the first year. Oh, definitely. And I agree to that last point. I mean, I got the game on right now. Sacramento and Miami. And a ton of fans in the stands, and they like it. They're giving out championship trophies now for champ, champ, uh, summer league champions. So you're right. Go all in or not. You know, do it. Like you said, you know, if you're going to take a break, make it separate and apart from the actual NBA. And so if you got to cut the games, do it. But, you know, just make it separate and apart. You know, we there was a lot of blowback for the playing tournament. Now people are loving it. Because it, it's a lot more enticing and it gives you something to play for. And outside of um, the financial aspects, I don't see really, you know, what's the difference right now for this in midseason or in-season tournament. It's, I, I like the way they're trying to amp up because, look, the NBA has seen, and, and look, they, they, have, they have realized this faster than anybody that, okay, the impact of the regular season is dwindling. Right, they put in the play-in tournament a couple of years ago, and right away you saw it met with kind of a side-eye from the NBA. Some people liked it. I don't like the play-in tournament. Now where is it two years later? All year from NBA teams during the season is, oh, just make the play-in. We're good. Right? You watch the Heat go from the play-in tournament to the NBA Finals. Yeah. So now it's just, just make the play so Now it's just be one of the top ten teams in each, in each conference. Are you really going crazy to be the number one team to finish with the best record so you have home court advantage all the way through? Hey, the Nuggets were the best team this year, number one team in the West. They made it all the way through, but is it really that important? You see how teams are treating the regular season now. Stars are playing in 60 games if they're lucky. They're taking off every one of the nights of back-to-backs all the time, even if they're young and they're able to play. You're just not seeing it. You have seen a, a downgrade in the importance of how the regular season is treated. So you need something in the middle to kind of spark it up a little bit and this is one of those sparks you're going to get and the NBA is looking at their calendar right now and going okay so we play a month and a half or we play a little bit over a month we have this tournament we have Christmas Day we have the the, the we turn the calendar over and then a month and a half after that we have uh, the all-star game and the trade deadline then a month and a half after that we have the playoff start we have you know every month and a half or so every every 75 days we have something that's going to be a, a big part of the calendar so I get that I get that the NBA has had the foresight for it, which is why I like it because it's gonna. You're seeing that coming to Major League Baseball, it'll come to hockey too. So I, I like that. I like the 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 whole impact of this. It's just it's not going to be really difficult to sell everybody on it. Uh, you know, I I, I, don't, I don't see this being a very hard thing because. Even the, the play-in tournament was something that the players came around to very quickly. They'll come around to this just as fast. Oh, it's a tournament? It's here? Oh, it's extra money? Because I say, you got to put in extra money, Olden, I'm sure. I'm sure you would try to get in and try to play if they put extra money in for this tournament. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I'll get in shape right now. But you know what I was thinking? You know, because they have that whole Christmas thing. I would do it. I would do the, the final eight teams. I would do it Christmas Day. So you still keep the traditional games on Christmas Day, and then a couple of days later you have the champ, you know, whatever the Final Four, and then the championship, you know, because they're gonna have to try to figure it out because if they're keeping the cha- the the Christmas games, you know, now that's a whole different entity. So now you have four of them, you know, because Christmas games are very popular right now. So when are you really gonna have this? in-season tournament, then you have all-star games. So the scheduling is what I think was been hampering them. Oh, I like that idea. This, you, you should call Adam Silver with that idea because that's a great have – the, have the finals be on Christmas Day, right? Have the semifinals be the two days before and you have the final, the championship on Christmas Day. Something along those lines. Or if you want to keep your Christmas Day games, have, have the – you know, eight games, six games, whatever it is, four games, you know, semifinals basically on Christmas Day. You still get all your games in, and then a couple of days later, 
or right before New Year's, maybe you have the championship. Oh, I like putting all putting all like the the quarterfinal games on. Yes. See, you should be working in the NBA. You shouldn't be sitting here with me, Olden. You should be in the front office with these ideas. Hey, man, I've been trying, man. They keep dissing me. <laughs> this aggression will not stand, man. <laughs> I mean, I know we might be in the minority, but I, I think this is a really good idea, and you're going to see it copycatted, yeah. and it's not going to take very long to, to work out the kinks on this, and it's going to be kind of fun. It's very successful overseas with soccer. I mean, it is. <laughs> it's, it's amazing how, to, how it's done. You know, and it's okay. You know, it's okay to make changes. And I don't mind that. The only thing that gets kind of like off a little bit are the records. You know, stuff that Wilt did, Oscar Rock, all those guys back then. But again, change is inevitable. You know, and so we've we've seen it over the years that changes do happen. But I think as far as like figuring out the the stats and the records, I think that's the only thing that you know kind of like hamper the league in trying to fix be sure to catch live editions of the jason smith show with mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m eastern 7 p.m pacific on fox sports radio and the iHeartRadio app hey guys you know what this playground could use a wine country huh a redwood forest would be cool ski slopes wait did we just invent california discover why california is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Jason Smith, Olden Polonies in for Mike Harmon tonight as we're watching the Dodgers getting thumped right now for nothing. Pittsburgh with the lead yeah, in whatever. the top of the fourth inning. <laughs> uh, but it's early. As Olden liked to say last hour during Kevin Wyatt's update, Dodgers down one nothing. It's early. It's early. It's early. Uh, but before we get into Lillard and Harden, a little bit more on this discussion, OP, you and I were having a few minutes ago about uh, minutes restrictions for the season for Chet Holmgren and Victor Wembanyama. I get what you were saying about how guys are coming into the league and they're not ready and LeBron was ready when he came in. And I get that. But that's not going to change. 
And the reason I think they, there should be a minutes restriction for like 20 minutes a night for them beginning of the season is to protect them from getting injured because they are big assets that the teams are hoping will be their franchise for the next 10 or 12 years. This is kind of the world we live in now. It's, it's not going to change where, okay, guys are going to come in now and it's going to be you have to come in as an upperclassman. No, a guy's still going to be one and done coming into the NBA and, or you know if, if they were able to come in after two years, whatever it is. So we're still going to always fight this. So if that's the case, guys not coming into the league, I, I hear you on, on not being ready and being ready physically. You're seeing guys needing more time to develop now than you ever have before, but – if this is the if this is the reality, this is the world we live in. We kind of have to adjust around it. So I, that's why I look at a minutes restriction, saying, okay, this is what's going to protect them from themselves, protect them from getting hurt, and help teams protect their assets uh, going forward. Well, yeah, I, I can see what you're trying to say, but hear me out once again. The reason, like myself and a lot of guys from the sixties, seventies, eighties. 90s were able to play and play through injuries and play hurt and everything else is because we built a tolerance for pain. We built a tolerance and we built our bodies to where we could withstand stuff. The way they're doing it now, listening to these analytics geeks, okay, that don't play and don't know what's going on, they're doing a disservice to these players and the game. Because they will continually stay getting hurt because they're not building up that tolerance. And so that's the problem I'm having. Everybody keeps thinking less games is going to help. It's going to continue the injuries. I'm not a doctor, but I've been through this. I know what it takes to be an NBA player. And I know the physicality aspects of it. And so it's like you have to build that up. Everybody... Again, you see Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis has a cycle now of getting hurt. I can tell you exactly the day, the month, and when and the time when Anthony Davis is going to get hurt during the season. I can do the same with Chris Paul. I can do the same with uh, most of these guys that get hurt routinely because they're not building up a tolerance for the pain. Right, but uh, okay, so these guys come in the league then and they start building up their tolerance. It's not going to happen in school. It's not going to happen in if they're playing in a, a smaller schedule for one year and they play 35 games in a couple of tournament games. So they're going to need some time for that to happen. So so why not have that that restriction to keep them healthy and keep them going until that can happen? I'm not saying this should be a minutes restriction forever, but for their rookie year, when they come into the league until they, they see what kind of pounding they can take, I, I don't see how that's a bad idea. They need to play. What helped me was Summer League. Summer League helped me. After I got to Seattle, signed a contract and everything else, we started playing basketball. And then I went, I came down to L.A. and I played in the L.A. Summer League. But that Summer League had Magic Johnson, Akeem Olajuwon, Dominic. They had all the NBA players. So I was getting used to the physicality in the summer by playing against the guys that I was going to see during the season. That's not what's happening here. 90% of these guys will not even be on a roster. And so to me, you're not getting the chance to build that up even in the summer league. Um, Wembenyama's going to play two games, and then that's it. That's not going to help him playing two games. Already unlimited minutes. It's not going to help him because now his body's going to shut back down. And that's the problem. It's like when you – if you don't stretch – Go out and play a get basketball game without stretching. See what happens. And that's what these guys are doing. Unfortunately, they're doing it on a bigger scale. It's not just per game. It's per season and per career. Because now by taking a game off when your body is revved up, you are destroying yourself. And no one's seeing it because they don't care. Yeah, but, but I don't see how that changes. I mean, I, I don't see, I don't see Play how more that games. changes from now. Play more games. I guarantee you, you'll have less injuries. Yeah, but but I, I, I I'm with you. I'm, look, I'm with you on it. But that but that's just not the way the NBA world is going now. I mean, you you see guys now, and it used to be a star would play 75 games, right? So they'd have a few games here and there, be off as long as they had a a, a season that was bereft of injuries. But now it's like 60 games. 
you know, you're, you're lucky if Embiid gets to 60 games. LeBron and AD play 60 games. So that, that that's like, that's become the new normal. And I don't know that, I mean, it's like trying to throw a pebble in the ocean and stopping it. Like, that's the way the NBA is going now. I don't know that we'll ever, I, I are know. we ever going to get you back to playing right. more games? I don't think that's I don't happen. think so. You are absolutely right. I do agree with you on that. This is the new normal. Going back to when you first started this whole thing with Michael Jordan. You know Michael Jordan played like eight or nine years, 82 games? Mm-hmm. At least like eight or nine, 82 games he played, including his last year. And so to me, you know, it's it was a different game. And so we are here now. But if these people, these analytics guys, you know, and, forget, you know, I, I apologize for calling them geeks, but these analytics guys, you know, actually, I don't apologize. Um, wow, look at you. These wow, analytics okay. guys want to keep thinking that this is the way it's going to help. It's not. Okay, that's how they're getting jobs. Okay, through numbers, and the numbers are not adding up. Okay, it's about what's in your head, what's in your heart, and what you can take and not take. I mean, Kawhi Leonard's career is probably going to be done, all because of load management. You know, he's going to continuously get hurt because when's he going to play? And when he does play, we're going to limit him. And when he does go hard. <laughs> this is a damn endless cycle. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't think if I wish there was a solution to it, but I just don't see there being a solution. Play, I, 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 I don't. That's man a, up. That's gonna, that's a, yeah. I, I get, but that, but that's gonna Put the fall big on boy pants ears. on. No, no teams are gonna do that. No teams are gonna do I'll that. I'll show them how to do it. It's look. It's the same. It's thing not as, that hard. I'll show them how to do it, Jason. Right, but it's the same thing as baseball, where pitchers used to pitch complete games. They yeah. would pitch into the seventh inning. That's just not <laughs> the way you guys, do it anymore. You are absolutely right. Gibson, all them cats, they were pitching nine innings. Uh, <laughs> Lord Perry, you know, freaking just destroying people. Everybody, complete game, complete game. Now, you play five innings, you have seven pitchers now for a game. Mm-hmm. You come yeah. in for one, you come in for the one batter, you come in for, come on. That's, that's what I'm saying. This generation, this whole thing is, is so warped now. We're getting, we're paying more for less. Yeah. No, that's I, it. And- we're all paying more for less. Fans, everybody, we're all paying more for less. And it's not fair. No, but that, but this is, but this is, this is, you know, I, I had this, I had this discussion. This is why I've always believed this is like about 20 years ago in between time when I, when right before I became a, a, a talent, I was a producer uh, at ABC, ABC sports here in LA. And a lot of stuff that, that went on, we had a, we had the person in charge that would just make ridiculous decisions. I'm like, what you're saying, this doesn't make sense. No, this doesn't make sense. This doesn't matter. I can't believe it. This doesn't make sense. What you're telling me doesn't make sense. None of it made sense. It was, they were, they were horrible decisions. And I remember going back after a meeting and talking to, to my manager saying everything that, that they, they said in that meeting was bad. He goes, I know. And I said, we're not going to be able to put on a good show. We're not going to be able to get guests. We're not going to be able to. We're not. He goes, I know. And I said, why are you telling me this? He goes, because we have to adjust because this is the world we live in. That person is in charge of this department and is in charge of everything that we do. And this is the world we live in. And this is how they want us to do it. And we have to find a way around it if we're going to to try to do it. I know it, it hamstrings us. It's not the best thing for us, clearly. But this is the world we live in. And from then on, I've always understood that, okay, yeah, sometimes there's only so much you can do where you have to, instead of, of fighting a battle, saying, okay, if this is the way it's going to be, now I have to find a way around it. And I feel like that's where it is with the NBA. You have to find a way around it now because it's never going to get back to players playing 82 games. LeBron's never going to go for, oh, now I'm going to play 80. No, it's never going to happen because now players have realized, oh, I can still get paid. Superstars can yeah. get paid the same amount of money and playing less games. Play less no games. one's going to call them out on it. So that's why it has to evolve. And that's why I think that's why this idea of a, you know, Holmgren and Wembenyama playing less minutes because there, there's nothing that's going to make that change and say, okay, guess what? Now you're right. Let's go and let's everybody's going to play more minutes and put more stress on it. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call them out. Now, here's the thing you need to understand: they have, they have shirts now with heart monitors. They have the wristband thing that control, you know, for their heart, um, blood pressure. They, they put all these things on these players, right? They have a masseuse. They have a chiropractor. They have um, in-house chef. They have uh, private plane. Uh, that you can name all these 
wonderful amenities that they have, and they're all getting hurt more. It's insane. There's only... This is the one that really messes with me right now. And I'm not the angry old ex-player, you know. (laughs) I don't care. The point is this. They don't even have, they don't have two-a-days anymore. That's been outlawed, okay? What they have now is you have two hours for practice total. If you want to do two-a-days, it's going to be one hour, one hour. <laughs> it's not going to be, you can't do it. So everybody has one practice and it's two hours. By the time a coach finished talking, you're really running up and down for about 35, 40 minutes. It's insane. And you expecting these guys to stay healthy during the season? All they, I'm telling you, it's, it's a big AAU. There's no practices in AAU. It's just play basketball. That's what it, that's what we've gotten to now. But, but, and that's not going to change. I mean, AAU is going to have that kind of season. You're going to still jump from, hey, the most games you're going to play, and you're going to play 35 games. Maybe sometimes AAU you'll play like you know four games in a weekend when you're in a big tournament, but you're still going to hit that 35-40 game, and then suddenly, hey, guess what? Here's the NBA. It's a man's league, man. That is a man's league, 82 games. And now yeah. how many games can you make it through? That, I, would do a, I would do a complete overhaul. Okay, with the schedule. and the, Because now, like with this in-game tournament that we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. I would just take that as the precursor of changing everything. Okay? I would bring in even more from Europe. Because they play about 30, 35 games overseas. But it's like once or twice a week. So I would spread the season out that way. Now you can get better quality because you're not going to play 82 games. Okay? We used to say the same thing. We used to say 82 is too much. Okay, so it's not like we're we're dissing it now. We used to say the same thing, but we just did it, you know, for less pay because we love the game so much. I don't think a lot of these guys love the game anymore. I think they're just doing it for the bag. I don't think they really love basketball. Not I'm not saying everybody. I just say there's some guys I don't think they truly love the game. Well, you know, you know what? I'm with you to, to a point. I don't know if it's about loving the game. I, I, I don't know that there's the emphasis on winning on the importance of winning because that's a fallacy because the NBA is, is <laughs> the NBA is a lifestyle like hey being a big star being able to play making a lot of money playing and playing basketball no I think everybody loves that I think they all love that but how much do they love winning I think players like winning I think I think they would rather win than not win and there's certain players it's why we gravitate to players like Jordan and Kobe and LeBron who want to win they know they're measured by finals appearances and championships but I think a lot of players hey it's a great lifestyle it's a great life and they get to play and do it but the overall winning winning's nice but it's almost like hey if we can win great but losing is not something that okay i'm gonna really lose a lot of sleep over if we lose we lose only you know only one team can win we'll go as far as we can that i I don't know that there's much of an emphasis on let me tell you something one thing about the nba is this okay and this is what people need to understand okay they're selling a bill of goods because there can only be one champion Everybody else, the 29 other teams, are basically losers. You got to understand, for the NBA, you cannot – you have to either be really, really good, which is about six, seven teams, or really, really bad. You cannot be in the middle at all in the NBA. You cannot be in the middle. You have to be one or the other, really, really good or really, really bad for it to work. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary, indulges your senses, and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the Natural Hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com slash iHeart. Joining us on the hotline right now to break down all the big news in the NFL. Longtime NFL insider. Check him out on Odyssey, the Washington Post. He's on Twitter at Jason Lock and four. It is Jay Law. What's happening, buddy? How are you? I can't complain. I'm sitting here on the deck here at the Outer Banks. A little vacation. Uh, you know, life is good. Wow. You're watching the TV show Outer Banks? You're actually on the no, Outer No, no. We're, we're, yes, we're in Corolla. Corolla? Corolla? Anyway. Yes, okay. on the Outer Banks. Never seen the TV show, but have a vacation here for years. All right. My daughter likes it, so she's a big fan of it. So anytime she hears Outer okay. Banks, like, oh, Outer Banks, Outer Banks. So I think it's one of those shows where there's like an adult and a teen mystery, and it's got to be solved somehow, and there's hijinks. Hmm. So I think that's what it is. So if you run into that down there, that's what it's all about. I will keep an eye out, most definitely. <laughs> all right. Well, hey, uh, speaking of hijinks, break down what's going on with the Bills here, right? We saw this big story today. Oh, boy. Josh Allen had to say, listen, the media is running too much with the story that, that Stephon Diggs is at odds with the Bills and after he had his one-day boycott mm. of camp or whatever it was and he showed up yeah. and he says it's the media's fault and everything is fine. Is everything really fine, Jay? Well, no, I don't think everything's totally fine. I mean, we we saw, you know, some of Stephon Diggs' frustration boil over, uh, you know, with, with how their season ended. And I think there was even maybe a, a little flicker or two of, of some sideline discontent before that. And then certainly um, we've continued to see salaries go bonkers at his position um, and his contract maybe look a, a little bit outdated right now. And then, yeah, you had the, the hold in or the you sent home or whatever you have, you want to quantify, um, you know, their, their sort of mini camp through ha ha. Um, the reality is I don't think he's going anywhere. And, and maybe there are some, some things they could still do to massage that contract a little bit um, to try to smooth it over anymore. I, I don't know how, you can call it a media creation like the coach talked about it <laughs> like in real time and was like pretty much admitted that we kind of sort of sent them home. We don't think it's that big of a deal, but um, clearly it was a thing. You can't say it's a complete nothing burger. You can't say it's not a thing. I think it's something that, you know, jeopardizes their season or, or something that, um, you know, a cloud that hangs over them. No, I, I think – they figured this thing out, um, but, like, if they have a slow start, you know, and there, there is a little bit of friction, like, you know, it, it might not be a complete and utter utopia, 
But I don't think he's going anywhere. I think he's going to be a hell of a football player for them. And I think a lot of people are getting a little over their skis with this talk of, like, the Bills. You know what I mean? Like, the, the Bills are sort of less than now, or the Bills had their chance. I, I think they're built a little better than that. All right. Hey, Jason, Olden here. Now, yes, sir. you know, at first I wasn't really liking you because, you know, you used to, oh. you used to be a you-know-what fan. <laughs> I can't believe you went to the Red Sox of all teams. <laughs> so I'm going to give you a pass because now I know you left them and you went to a, another team. So we're not too worried about the Orioles. But um, I, my, <laughs> my question to you is this. DeAndre Hopkins, Dalvin Cook. What are we hearing? Where you know what's the landing spot for these two guys? Well, look, they don't they don't have a robust market. You know, if if they did, um, and if if they were going to get a, a contract that they were immediately in love with, you know, I, I think it would have already happened. I mean, we know who they visited with. I don't know anybody who's looking at you know in the case of of. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, anybody who's looking at the Titans and looking at the Patriots and saying they're at the vanguard or the forefront of like what's going on with modern, you know, the modern passing game in the NFL. Like, I don't know that anybody's looking at those quarterback situations saying, I want to hitch my wagon to that. I mean, those teams don't have um, big boy passing games. They, they, they lack dynamic talent in the passing game. Um, but, you know, that's where they've made their visits, and, and maybe that's where it goes. You know, Dalvin Cook, I, I think it's clear that the, the money isn't, isn't going to be exactly what he'd probably want in Miami. I, I don't know that there's going to be a better scheme fit, though, for him ultimately um, and what they do, the outside zone running game, um, you know, the sort of tried and true you take it all the way back to Alex Gibbs and, you know, Kyle Shanahan's daddy, Mike, what they were doing in Denver 30 years ago. That stuff still works, and he's built for that. And, you know, outside zone is his bread and butter. So I think he'd be a, a, a potential game-breaker in Mike McDaniel's um, run scheme. Uh, but, again, I mean, we're not playing any football, even fake football, for another three weeks before, you know, people <laughs> show up for camp. And I don't think these guys are necessarily, like, dudes who you're going to see a whole lot in the preseason anyway. And it could take an injury early in camp somewhere else for for someone to give them closer to what they're looking for financially. So I don't think there's any, like, on either side, from teams or them, any sense that anything's close or anything has to happen right away. Okay. Jason Lockett for our guest here, the Jason Smith Show, the Olden Polonies in for Mike Harmon tonight. All right, Jay, let's head to Hard Knocks now, which is like the, the mystery that everybody seems to know. We're just waiting for the official announcement. We saw Green Bay kind of let the cat out of the bag this weekend when their team president says, oh, looking forward to seeing the Jets on Hard Knocks this year. I really, I get that teams don't want to do it. Oh, we don't want the added distraction of the cameras. But this is not that big a deal. Teams have gone to the playoffs before when they've done hard knocks. I, I don't see this as being the, oh, my goodness, we're, we're completely throwing this season away by doing hard knocks. I just don't see it that way. No, it's not. No, it's, it's not. Um, it's not the biggest thing in the world. I mean, look, you, you know how football coaches are wired. You know, they're 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 obsessive compulsive maniacs who want to control everything their players do and think. And I mean, not all of them, but a lot of them. So you can't, you know, it's hard enough to sort of control what's on the inside. Then you start bringing in camera crews from NFL films and this or that, you know, and all all of a sudden um, it's, it's a little tougher to be, um, you know, the megalomaniac sort of dictator that, that you ultimately may want to be, especially, with, you know, it's just so silly. But, I mean, they're worried about what someone's going to see that they're not supposed to see. And it, I mean, just to be a regular media member these days and cover an NFL, like, OTA, it's nuts the stuff that most of these teams, like, don't want you to report on or don't want you to say that you saw, you know. So now here you are all these people from the outside that you don't know who aren't regulars in your building and you're hoping they're all playing by the rules. And at the end of the day, is it all much ado about nothing? Absolutely. Are state secrets going to be leaked or is somebody going to see something they're not supposed to see? No, but it's just one more set of variables, right? It's one more set of sort of uncontrollables that they don't want to deal with that they'd much rather one of their competitors have to deal with. Um, but ultimately, the league thinks it's good for the league, right? I mean, the 32 
billionaires and the commissioner and his underlings <laughs> feel like this is good free PR for the league, right? And so as long as it's getting half decent ratings, it's not going away, and they created a cockamamie formula to decide who who might have to participate in it and who doesn't have to participate in it. Um, and, yeah, I, I don't think as many people watch this as they used to, but I also don't think it's going away. And if it's the Jets, it's the Jets. Well, of course it's going to be the Jets. It's Aaron Rodgers. The camera loves him. Of course it's going to be the Jets. He's going to love it. It's going to, it's going to be the only story. Forget about it. Here's two, here's two defensive backs competing for the nickel. No, nobody's going to care about who wins the nickel job. They're going to care. Hey, just give me Aaron Rodgers. That's all. But here's the thing. Robert Sala probably thinks that's terrible, but do you think Woody Johnson's probably all over it? Like, I think to a guy like Woody, <laughs> who's been trying to win the back page forever, right, competing with the Giants through the fall and the winter for who's in the back, you know, the back pages of the sports tabloids, like, I think he'd be all over it. I think he'd look at it as an infomercial for his football team, which is essentially what it is. And, again, when the owners want to do something they don't think the coaches like, they send them all off to the golf course, and then they hold a vote, and they change the rules on overtime or whatever. So it ain't a coach's league. It's a, it ain't a player's league. It's a billionaire's league. And, again, I think Woody Johnson would look at this as a potential moneymaker. Maybe he sells a few more Aaron Rodgers jerseys. Or, you know, some obscure dude comes out of nowhere, and he's like the guy everybody's rooting for, and every week, like, is he going to make the team or is he going to make the team? Like, I think he eats all that up. <laughs> the best part for me about Hard Knocks is, Coach, want to see you. Bring your playbook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, how many times can you watch these get cut? Yeah. <laughs> hey, but I had um, a question for you. Now, you know, the other day, um, Steph, Clay, Kelsey, and Mahomes played in that yeah. the match, okay? And apparently players were, it was okay for them to bet on it. And you see where I'm going with this. Yeah. This whole gambling hypocrisy – yeah. You know, what do you make of this? Because it, it makes no sense to me. No. No, it doesn't. But again, these are rules being made by billionaires who are hypocrites, who are taking money hand over fist and sponsorship deals with these very same entities, you know, DraftKings, FanDuel, whoever, that they don't want, you know, that they want to heavily regulate what the players can and can't do in regards to, you know, their own wagers, however small they may be. Um I mean, look, the, the one, I, I guess, third rail has always been you can't bet. You know, you, it used to be you can't gamble it off of these guys. You'd walk into an NFL locker room and be posted all over the place. I mean, now clearly um, they don't want you betting in their facilities any sort of bets, and they don't want you betting on, you know, football whatsoever. It may take a little more time for that message to get through. Um but the, the the world's changed, and there's too much money out there for these billionaires to ignore it anymore. So they'll keep trying to sort of massage it as it goes along. Um, but ultimately, I think maybe we do reach a point in time where the, the what the players, what's asked of the players is the same as sort of what's asked of the coaches, which is they just don't want them betting on any professional sports whatsoever. Now, whether that, you know, what you're referring to, whether you want to consider that a professional sport or not, you know, I, I think probably – remains to be seen. I, I mean, it's kind of like a one-off, I don't know, freak show um, kind of a thing. So, But you can bet on anything these days. So I, I don't, I, I'd be lying if I told you I had this figured out or I know where it's all going. I also don't think the sports leagues themselves necessarily um, know where it's going either. But, you know, there's a lot of dudes whose careers have been lost already or, or they might not get a second or third chance, especially when they're not a superstar. Yeah. And I think that starts to resonate more than anything else. I think, you know, guys look at the ramifications and decide, you know, whether it makes sense to fire off that $5 parlay bet or not. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Lastly, Jay, I look, I know, I know you're close to this, and everywhere I look, it's Lamar Jackson's going to throw 50 touchdowns this year. He's got 11 mm. receivers who are going to have the 1,000-yard season. It's going to be the greatest season ever. Are you buying into that hype with the new offense, new everything, and the new players in, or is this just, hey, it's early and it's kind of the honeymoon period? I mean, look, I, I, I think, you know, can he throw for 4,000 yards, 4,200 yards, something like that, maybe even 45? Yes, I, I think he can He can be in that range. Um, do I think he could average two passing touchdowns a game? You know, do I, do I think if he's going to end up playing, and let's say he doesn't play in, in every game, he plays in 15 or 16, you know, is he in the low 30s in touchdown passes? 
I do. You know, is he going back from 1,200 yards rushing, recalibrating to like 750 or something like that? I also think that's in the cards, you know. And, and yeah, could he – Could he? I think for me, like the total number I'm focused on is 40. Can he account for, for 40 touchdowns or close to it, passing and rushing, you know? Is he throwing for 34 and running for another five or six? I, I think it's that sort of efficiency. You know, what, is, what does he look like in the red zone? Um I don't think they're going to be up there with the Bengals or, you know, some of these teams in terms of how prolific the offense is in terms of yardage. I think they're still going to be relatively balanced. But I think his individual passing yards will should go up. Um, and I think his rushing yards should go down. You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Lockin4. That's at Jason Lockin4, Odyssey, Washington Post. Jay, as always, buddy, whether you are from the inner or outer banks, thank you very much for your time and enjoy the week. We'll talk to you next week. You guys do the same. Thank you. All right, man. All right. Go OP, Yankees. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. He's in Orioles country, man. I thought he was going to hang up the phone he, after he, he said that. No, but he used to root for the Red Sox. I, yeah. And I hate the – ooh, I hate them with a passion. <laughs> I'm okay with him rooting for the Orioles. Okay. But he was All a right. Red Sox fan, and especially – and I should have asked him to follow up. When did he become the Red Sox? Because I think he joined them or believed in them when they beat us, when we gave away that 3-1 lead. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.